Welcome back to Sports Cube. I'm your host, Daniel Shalom, bringing you the latest in the sports world, and we have a lot to get into. First off, we have an interview with Uproom Christian, star and AAU basketball player, Diane Ryford. We talked to him about his playing career and his expectations for the upcoming season. Additionally, we talk about if the MLB's return to play plan is really going to be effective, saying that multiple players already have COVID and are ruled out for the beginning of the season. And also, Manchester City's Champions League ban has been lifted. We talk about how that affects cheating in the future, and not just the Premier League, but across Europe overall. All this and much more coming right up. Stay with us. The MLB is set to return on July 23rd with the Yankees playing the Nationals in the nation's capital. Although many people are wondering and questioning how fluid MLB's plan to return to play is. We already see from the Yankees, their star closer, Aroldis Chapman, has contracted the coronavirus. He's doing well apparently though, and is just a mild case. But you gotta think, with Chapman already getting coronavirus not even before the season has started, and not before the Yankees have even seen other teams. How fast is the coronavirus going to spread within the MLB, and how fast is that going to rule out stars of the game like Cody Bellinger, Aaron Judge, and Christian Yelich? See, you got to wonder. Let's say you already see with Chapman, he's not allowed to play now. He's out for long-term because of this. Even if it's a mild case, he tested positive, he's not allowed to play. What if that happens to a small team like the Brewers who rely on Christian Yelich and those star players to bring them to that next level. Of course, I don't think it will affect the Yankees that much. They just have a lot of depth in their bullpen and all around. But you got to wonder with these one-shot wonder teams who have that star player that carries them, it's going to be difficult. And also, the MLB is doing things a lot differently because they are not in hub cities on like the NBA and the NHL who are in Toronto, Edmonton, and Orlando. The MLB is allowing teams to stay in their cities and fly to regional cities to play other games so the Yankees only play AL East and NL East opponents. But even if that brings the risk of coronavirus to the max, even if it's mild cases, you still have players traveling every day like they would be on a regular basis. Whereas in the NBA and the NHL, everyone's quarantined together, so there's no chance of bringing it from outside things or people to the people that they are playing. I don't think the MLB's plan is that fluid. I think that we'll probably see a cancellation maybe mid-season if stuff does get out of hand. I really hope that this season does take off, but we just got to wait and see what happens. But now, without further ado, here's our interview with Upper Room Christian and AAU star, Diane Redford. Before this, let me tell you about Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will even distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast as well with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And now we welcome a very special guest to the show. He's a high school junior from Upper Room Christian School. He's a basketball star. Deanne Wright Ford, welcome to the show. Hi, how are you? So first off, how has your quarantine been? How have you been staying fit? Um, I've just been, you know, I run with the Jayhawks, New York Jayhawks. So i just been running. You know, I had a 5K run the other day. It's like 3.1 miles or so. But um, I've been at the park and things like that. I have a trainer. 
I'd be in his backyard. He has a shooting machine and things like that. But, yeah, you know, just regular. I can't get in the gym. So just trying to, you know, do whatever outside. It's hard on your knees, but it's good. So uh, getting into things a little bit more now, what was it like to go uh, undefeated in your conference this year and eventually go on to win the conference as well? Um, it was a big jump because my first year, it was me and Manuel Andres. We're both sophomores, you know. It's like a little backcourt duo. And it was like, we're young. You get what I'm saying? It was my first year playing high school basketball, my sophomore year. So it was like, we got we got beat bad a couple of times. And it just took a lot of learning, things like that. So this year coming in, we knew we got better, what we had to do. And we did it. We executed. And yeah, it was good. It was very, very exciting. Yeah, and how'd that feel after getting beat down last year, of course, in your sophomore year, to come back this year and be champions of the conference? amazing like like the work paid off you get what i'm saying the whole summer we was working hard running running endlessly running endlessly shooting late nights in the gym everything it all paid off so very very happy with the results and hopefully we do it again this year um <laughs> I don't know. It, it was it was pretty cool, you know, because it was unexpected for me because I played the first one against a kid named Aaron Davis. It was a cool little matchup, but I expected to win. And then Steven walks in and we're like, what's up? And things like that. You know, I know him. He's a good friend of mine. And he was like, he just put his shoes on. Like, I'm trying to play. So we just played. It was it was fun, though. He did. He threw it up the backboard and dunked it one time. It was very, very excited. But I have to get that win real quick. And I want to ask you, what are your plans and goals for the upcoming season with your AAU team? the Jayhawks, and also for your high school team, Upper Room Christian? AAU is like, you know, the COVID messed everything up. So we may have some live periods in, in um, September, maybe late October. I mean, late August, early September, hopefully, if everything goes right. But yeah, um, just get more scholarships. You know what I'm saying? That's the goal of AAU. And then for school season, I'm planning on winning another championship. We got some new kids coming in because we're losing a lot of seniors. Three starters, actually. So. Yeah, it's just, it's new, but I'm ready to take on that task. Hopefully we get another championship. And uh, speaking of that, how do you plan to lead your um, upper room team to uh, a conference championship once again? Um, I mean, with, with the seniors last year, I wasn't the captain. You get what I'm saying? So it was like, you know, being led on and stuff like that, learning what to do. So this year being the captain, you know, I just have to teach my um, my teammates, like, you know, not to get down on themselves, keep each other up, keep your heads up, things like that. And we should be fine, you know. We learn how to play basketball from our coach. He's very experienced. He was a pro coach once upon a time, things like that. So we learn how to play the game of basketball very, very well. So we should be we should be good. And for you, what's the difference in the way you play in your upper room team versus your AAU team? Difference of pace and play and also skill as well. Um, When, when you're playing AAU, it's basically like, an all-star team you get what i'm saying it's like like when you're playing you usually say you go to public school you play with all the best players from your area like just your town or something like that but when you're playing you're playing the whole new york i'm playing all the best players in new york new jersey so yeah everybody's division one players so you just gotta you know fit in do what you gotta do to fit in and speaking of that, how have you, I guess, made yourself stand out? And how have you risen to the occasion on that higher level of AAU? We didn't play much because of COVID, like I said. But um, it's like, you know that you can play.
But now when you're playing with a whole bunch of players that always, we were, we were all the best players on our team during the year. Uh, we all trying to do our thing, you know what I'm saying? So it's just proving yourself right that you're good and proving the coaches right. And we're all going to succeed together. Now onto the college process a little bit more. You do have an offer from St. Rose on the table, but um, how are you looking or who are you looking to um, attract which colleges and how are you planning to do that as well with the upcoming season? Um, I just got the NYIT offer to, um, I have D1 interest from Wagner and Frederick Dickerson University, FDU. Um, I just need, I think, uh, personally, I'm a mid-high Division One player. I feel like I'm going to get those soon. I just got to, you know, keep doing what I'm doing, things like that. I'm new on the scene, so I just got to prove people right that I'm not just a one-time hit, one-hit wonder. Yeah, and what do you think yourself makes you stand out versus other players that might be on the same level as you? Why would colleges want to pick you over another player? My my motor, like, I'm always going. Some people, they can stop. They can take breaks. I don't take breaks. I'm always on go. Um, my attitude, I have a great attitude when it comes to basketball. I'm always smiling. I always have a smile on my face. Even though I can be serious, I'm still smiling. You know, I'm never getting down on myself or anything. Always picking my teammates up, things like that, just being a leader. So, yeah, that could make me stand out. And would you say that's your passion for the game of basketball? Yeah, yeah, I love it. Like, I feel like that's what I want to do for my life. You get what I'm saying? I don't want to – it's not wrong working a nine-to-five, going to college, working – going for four years and stuff like that. Like, that's good, you know, it's other people's life. But I feel like for me, I want to play. I want to play. Like, I want to do something, whether it's pro, semi-pro, overseas, NBA, whatever the the, um, the ending may be. But I'm, I'm going to do it. And then for you, who's your biggest role model and how have they inspired you to become a better player over your playing years? Um, Role model, I would say, like, I have a model off the court, and I'd be my Nana, because my Nana, like, she she does everything for us. You get what I'm saying? I live with my nana. I don't live with my mom or dad or anything. So, like, she teaches me how to be a young man, a good young man in, today, in today's society and things like that. So, yeah, she helps me with my attitude and everything. And playing is self-explanatory. I just go out and do that. Would you say that uh, she's your biggest fan and supporter? Yeah. I mean, she she doesn't attend much games, but, like, she tries to make it when she can, things like that. For, for sure. And then uh, before we wrap up now, of course, we haven't had an NBA season in a while. And I want to hear your take on this as, an, uh, as a player of the game of basketball. What are your thoughts on the NBA coming back? And um, who do you see coming out as a winner in the Orlando bubble? Um, me, personally, I'm a Rockets fan. But I think the Lakers are going to come out with it. LeBron, you got to go with LeBron. You can never count him out. So true. I mean, I, I could see maybe um, – Dame Dollar and uh, Portland making a run deep into the playoffs. I don't know, though. We'll just have to see what happens. And what advice would you give to um, up-and-coming athletes like yourself hoping to go uh, D1 and get to the pro level one day? Um, Just keep pushing. You know what I'm saying? Two years ago, I wasn't even playing basketball. I didn't play any for no school or anything. So it's just a process. You know, you have to work, keep going at it. Don't let, don't let anybody tell you that you can't do something because people counted me out my whole life. So just, you know, work, work, work. People, you can only be overlooked for, for so long before people see that light shining under the door and got you. So, yeah, you'll be yeah, good. You'll be good. We can't wait to see your breakout uh, season this year, hopefully. Yeah. Uh, Diane, thanks for being here. We really appreciate you having you on the show. Thank you for the opportunity. I appreciate you. Of course. 
We thank Dai for being here. We appreciate his input. And also, we can't wait to see what he does in the future. But before we wrap up here today on the show, I want to touch on one last thing. It's about Manchester City. Their UEFA Champions League ban did get appealed and it did get approved, meaning that they can play for the next two years. The big thing about this, though, is that they were banned initially for unfair financials, going over the signing limit and all of that stuff. But now apparently they're clear. What this is basically saying is that any team across Europe can do this, appeal, and then get away with it. UEFA assured, though, that they want to maintain that level of fair play, yet I don't see how this is doing it. If anything, it is reversing it. So, of course, you can't really do anything about it, although people on social media are very mad about it, except, of course, for City fans who are very happy about it. And as for the Premier League, the teams are tight. The Champions League spots are tight. One of these three teams are not going to get into the Champions League, those three being Leicester City, Manchester United, and Chelsea. Two of those will qualify, one will not. They're at the 3-4-5 position right now, and I believe they are all tied at 61 and 60 points right now. So we're just going to wait to see what happens. But of course, if you all enjoyed this episode, make sure to like, subscribe, hit us up on Instagram. If you want to be featured, have an interview, hit us up. And of course, till next time, peace out.